right, folks, what is going on? This is episode 384 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Bala. Over here, we talk about George Southern and Atlanta Falcons football. Today, we're going to talk a little bit more Coach Clay Helton. I did an episode a while back about um, is this process too good to be true? But I also want to talk about this ranking that I saw on sportingnews.com, uh, basically, you know, giving more, you know, support or supplement to his process, in my opinion, because the ranking that they got him is really interesting. And I want to talk about that and I'll give you my opinions or whatever the case may be. If this is your first time here, welcome. Like I said, first and frame rate show. I'm on YouTube and Rumble. I'm also on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify. I'm on Apple and Google Podcasts. So if you want to listen to the audio side of the show, it's right there for you to uh, check out. Highly recommend you to subscribe on more, to more than one avenue just in case if one goes down. It has happened before and um, it, it, it gets really weird sometimes. Um, last time my, my other episode uh, just did not work out properly as far as the visual side of things so i had to just put up the audio so like i said if you have that option if something was to happen to one of the avenues so hopefully everything's good on this end and we'll keep it rocking and rolling like normal all right let, let's go ahead and get into this don't want to take up too much time on your wednesday uh coach clay helton has been ranked you know 82nd which is really interesting 82nd out of 131 coaches when it comes to um college football coaches this year and this is like 2022 now this ranking came out like a month ago this is my first time seeing it which is actually surprising i did i hugely look at stuff like this and 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 just you know just think about it and should i give it some weight should i give it some credence and uh i was like you know what <clears throat> I want to talk about this because Coach Clay Helton has been doing a lot of things since he came to Statesboro, uh, not only just with recruiting, but just changing uh, the culture and changing uh, ways of doing things uh, football wise. Um, he's been recruiting more high profile players. He's been recruiting more players that we thought we would never see. He's been bringing in more transfers. Uh the coaching staff that he's bringing in is like a coaching staff I don't think that Georgia Southern has ever seen. And uh, when I look at this ranking and what that, you know, this ranking is all about and compared it to other, uh, not only other coaches, but they actually have the rankings from last season. I can see how this process could put Coach Clay Hilton on a mission to do something really, really special and make him want to do something really, really special. Now, like I said, he was ranked 82nd amongst, he's ranked 82nd among, you know, other college football coaches out of 131. Now, mind you, last year, he was 25th. So that's a really big drop off from 25 to 82nd. Is it fair? Is it warranted? I'm not really sure, but I can't see how this not give Coach Clay Helton like some fire to show people what he's made of, what he can do, what he's uh, capable of putting on the field at a place like Georgia Southern in a, in a, I like to say this, a powerful group of five conference and actually be a winner here and make things turn around now i don't think that coach clay helton looks at stuff like this i don't you know that's what we're here for we're, we're here to look at stuff like this and actually analyze and act like that we are you know like experts whatever the case may be but i can understand 
if he was to look at something like this and it gives him motivation to like, you know what, I'm going to show them. And for some reason, I look at some of the comments that uh, like USC fans give out and what they be saying or the things that they don't need to say, in my opinion. I can see where that I look at us as a fan base, give this, you know, whole ranking a motivation to push Coach Clay Helton, root for Coach Clay Helton, you know, defend Coach Clay Helton to do a great job. And I think this is something that he should, you know, this is like a perfect scenario for him to do so. Um, When you have a fan base like Georgia Southern that, you know, I think the stigma of us being like a, a fan base that's really stubborn, I think that's starting to wear off a little bit because in, in the beginning we were a, a, a fan base, excuse me, we was a fan base that did not want to let go of the tradition that we had. But as things move on and we see what players that are coming in and the type of coaches, excuse me, the type of coaching staff that we have and um, what has happened in the spring game, I think a lot of that has kind of fell off. A lot of that has fell off. We don't hear, hear too much of that. It's a lot more support now and a lot more excitement. So if you're listening to this and you or you come across this, first of all, I appreciate you coming by. But when you look at the 82nd ranking out of 131 from a guy who was just, you know, 25th and actually did a pretty good job. And I don't care what USC fans say, because these guys are kind of they're, they're different. I'll just say that. When you look at, uh, you know, what, you know, I see, I just thinking about USC fans just made me lose my train of thought. I, I hate that. <laughs> but anyway, when you look at this ranking and you see where things could go, don't care about what they say, but this fan base here looks like that we could, you know, motivate not only just Coach Clay Hilton, but this team, you know. Man, I just really want to apologize because I cannot stand these USC fans sometimes. I just lose train of thought. I just lost train of thought thinking about them. But I want to jump over to the next thing that I wanted to talk about with Coach Clay Helton. Um, I think I found out what I remember. Last year, um, he went 1-1. One and one and, and the year before that, he went 5-0 and oh and only losing to uh, Oregon in the Pac-12 championship. So even though it was a short season with you know the pandemic or whatever, I feel like Coach Clay Helton did a overall overall did a pretty good job for them. Yeah, he had a couple of down seasons, but USC fans, in in my opinion, sometimes they can be a little delusional. They think they they need to be at, uh, at the top of the football um as uh food chain every year, which you know every team should have that type of aspirations. But we also have to understand. I mean, USC hasn't really been relevant since like really like Pete Carroll. They've been putting out talent, but they haven't been really relevant like that where, okay, every year we're going to be vying for a national title. No, but uh, I, I, I will say this. Um, I think coach Clay Helton got a bad rap after losing to Stanford and that caused him to drop from 25th all the way to 82nd. And I think he's going to be able to redeem himself going into this next uh endeavor with Georgia Southern. I there's no doubt in my mind. You know, you got guys like Kyle Van Trees at quarterback and and Colton Fitzgerald actually coming down and he, you know, I talked about him the other day. He's in Statesboro now and all the recruits that are that are there that are coming in 
for this upcoming season and even in 2023, which I just talked about that last episode, where we got some big time receivers that are coming through. It, it, it's it's going to be really exciting to see, you know, what really happens. And, and you know, and I, I, I would be remiss if I don't want to talk, if I wouldn't say this. We had another receiver that committed a few, about a week or so ago as well. Jaden Gibson, uh, he, uh, you know, committed to Georgia Southern on the 24th of June. Another receiver, six foot one, 175. So this whole process of bringing in talent, bringing guys in, all it just needs to be done just to be put in in you know implemented and put in place to be successful and that 82nd ranking should be able to start moving up you know next year and i think it will uh i still i'm still sticking with the 8 and 4 i think that we'll be able to uh uh you know obtain that with the schedule um a lot of people just don't know you know what's going on here a lot of people are you know this is a small school in south georgia a lot of people don't understand or pay attention to what has been happening they just look at it from a distance and i know some of those questions that some teams have or some analysts have are, are warranted because i have those questions too like all right what's really going to happen when we play against on ball state or uab or when we play against nebraska you know it's less than two months away when we play morgan state so this is coming up really quick the questions, I'm not saying that they're bad questions. They're warranted because there's question marks there. But for people to say like, hey, this is a recipe of having a losing season without questioning what possibly could happen, I think that's wrong. I think that's wrong because we have a lot of that, especially when it comes to, um, you know, USC fans. And some people even are in our own, you know, fan base, they have, you know, just – outright you know um con in their mind they have concrete takes where they say hey this is not going to work out and to me I, I, to me i i feel like it's it's, it's kind of short-sighted to see that it's, it's one thing to say that this is going to happen we just bring in a coach you bring a few guys in to to, to bring in as a, a staff members and you keep some of the old people around and you still trying to figure out what type of, you know, offense, how it will work with some of the personnel that we still have. You can make a case that coach Clay Helton gutted this entire team from the inside out. This team don't look the same. Yeah. We have some excellent talent that's, that's holding over and staying, but it's mostly on the defensive side, which the defense didn't really have an issue. And for them to replace C.J. Wright so quickly is phenomenal. It's one of the biggest problems that we thought I thought it was going to have going into 2022 because the rest of the rest of the defense is fine. The entire offense has pretty much been flipped. Pretty much been flipped. You had a quarterback that moved the wide receiver. You had a utility guy that could play quarterback, running back, and receiver is, is strictly going to be a receiver now. You got guys that are receivers that could be playing their position and doing more at that position. You have a quarterback that came in that, that that's a veteran. You got two running backs that already that they really didn't need to uh do much transition. They just need to do what they normally do. At least two of them. I can name three. So the entire team looks just just looks different. Does that mean that it's a bad thing? You could say it could be a bad thing because everything just needs to gel together. But 
I don't think you can. I don't think this could be done no differently than what it was. And for him to be ranked at 82nd, I feel like this is no more than just uh, it's no it's no more than just motivation. I don't know if any of the players have seen this or paid any attention or maybe I I I know this. I know there's some players who watch this show. I know there's some players who listen to this show. And if this is their first time listening to this. I would implore, and hopefully it works, to have those guys to be motivated to not only show that they are being affected positively with this coaching change, but they're also being motivated to show that their coach is a lot better than what's been shown in this article here. And there's no doubt in my mind, I know he's better than 82nd. I don't want to go up against other coaches and and and, and, and uh, have, you know, to compare to what we you know what's here I don't want to do that I will do one though I'm, I'm gonna do one they got Scott Frost at 57 we play Nebraska September 10th and they got him 57 I said this before already and I, and I don't want to go too far in this but I said this before Scott Frost in Nebraska are not what you think they are. They're not what you think they are. I don't think they're this big juggernaut football team that's going to run over a lot of teams this year. I think Georgia Southern has a legit chance to do something here. So I'm not of the mindset that this entire article is 100 or this these rankings are 100% on point, but I would take this and be like, man, Coach Clay Helton needs to need to knock some doors down. He need to knock some teams in the mouth. This team needs to put, you know, a couple of teams on their back and run straight through them as we go through the 2022 season. I want to see eight and four. I want to see eight and four. Is it going to happen? Probably not, but I want to see eight and four. I'm sticking with it. it. There's no other way around it. And that, that's something I've been on since day one. I don't know if you see me on social media, which I need I need to stop putting my social media on the screen for you guys to 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 uh check me out on Twitter. My Twitter handle is um VF Baller. V is in violin, F is in Frank Baller. Um basically it's short for vir- virtual footballer, which that is a whole nother story which in itself one day. VF Baller. But um I've been on record saying that I feel like this team could win eight games. It's just gut feeling. I, I I really feel that way. Do I feel like it's going to happen? Yes. Logically, if I if I think with you know my brain and say, is it going to happen? Excuse me. Um, logically, probably not. But my gut feeling, I have a feeling that's going to happen. You know, it's just it's just something about it feel like that's gonna be the case. But nevertheless, if he does go eight and four, I I feel like he should be moved back up into at least the forties as far as ranking. This ranking is not the end all be all, but it's something to look into. Something to think about. I wanna know what you guys think. I wanna know what you guys thoughts. You know, what What do you guys think about all this? If you like this commentary, if you like this podcast, hit the like button, share this podcast, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Um, 
on the star chart over there on Apple, give me a five star rating. You know, just or give me a high star rating. Either way, four or five stars also, you know, will suffice. I think you guys, uh, you know, do a pretty good job of giving me feedback. If there's something that you don't like, or whatever the case may be, give, let me know in the comment section or in the comment area on the podcast avenue of your choice. I really appreciate you guys. I mean, numbers are continuously moving up. Football season is getting close, so I know a lot of people are getting excited. Um, like I said, the day is uh, the 6th of July. We're less than two months away to watching us play Morgan State. And uh, I want to see that happen. I can't wait to see what this team is capable of. You know, a lot of things are going on with, um, you know, just uh, this is about to pick up. A lot of things, you know, gonna training. I guess you can call it training camp. All that stuff is about to pick up. School is about to start. The, I mean, look, I think that this, you know, season is gonna be very exciting. Not only for the the the, the players, not only for the coaches, but for the fans as well. It's gonna be really cool to see. Um, I will be back on Thursday. Give you another episode. I want to try to talk a little bit Atlanta Falcons stuff, but it's not much going on over there. But either way, whatever is a good topic, I will be talking about that as well. Um, and I will see you guys then. Thank you for all the support. I will see you guys next time. You guys take it easy. Enjoy your Wednesday and be blessed. Peace.